the city of 100 Hellos, Brooks, Alberta, Canada. This is the Global Village Podcast with Ahmed Kassim. Welcome to the Global Village Podcast. My name is Hanan and today I'm here with Serge. Hi Serge, could you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hello, my name is Serge Mestil. I'm the principal of the Francophone School in Brooks. I'm French. I was born in Ivory Coast where I spent the first 14 years of my life before moving to France for studying and I arrived in Canada in 2009. That's great. So could you tell us about your career and what you do in the community? I was a teacher here at first and then I became a principal in 2017. Oh, that's great. Okay, so what path did you take to become a teacher? Uh, I had to take the normal path, like <laughs> studying all the time. Yeah. I started studying in France, mm. a major in uh, English literature and civilization, history, okay. basically. And then I switched to more sciences. Okay. <laughs> And I came in Canada and I had to adjust get a teaching certificate. So one more year at the University of Ottawa and then I was good to go. That's great. So what's one thing you love most about your career, being a teacher? To me, being a teacher was, I didn't want to be a teacher like in a school for, yeah. in France, like for 20 years. I wanted to be an international teacher mm-hmm. at first. So that's why I went to English. I wanted to learn English and maybe teach English as a second language at first. Then yeah. my plans changed when I arrived in Canada and I discovered that there was a huge French community and they needed French people. So I studied English to teach English, but then I started teaching in French. <laughs> that's great. And the goal was to, to travel, to meet mm. different people and not to stay in my home country. Yeah, that's good. So as a school principal, what are the challenges and opportunities that you have come across, especially in this community? The opportunity, especially in the French school here, is to grow. Mm-hmm. And the school is, is small, and the community is small, and right. we have a lot, a lot, a lot of potential to grow and mm-hmm. to build things. When right. I'm not go- getting into a school that's already made. Mm-hmm. We have to do it, and that's the biggest opportunity. Right. And it's also a challenge mm-hmm. in terms of organizing things, in terms of feeling that you're too small to do anything. Yes. Okay, so for enrolling in the Francophone school, do they have to be French-speaking? It's best if you are speaking French already. If you're not, you will have to go through the daycare or the pre-K program first, okay. and then you can go to the Francophone school per se. Okay, and what's the process of enrolling if uh, newcomers want to enroll their kids in school? If you're a newcomer and coming from a French-speaking country, pretty straightforward. Mm. You come meet me or the secretary, and then yeah. we go through the, the paperwork. Um, if you don't speak French at all, and the student kid is young enough, we'll just put you through the daycare, and they get accustomed to some French, yeah. songs in French. We'll learn some ABCs in French mm. at first and counting, and it should be easier for him hearing French all day long to adapt to the yeah. grade one and grade twos after that. Okay, so the daycare take even if they're newcomers or French-speaking or non-French-speaking? Yeah, they're taking everyone. Okay, and then you have to be young enough, lower than grade one to be enrolled yeah. if you're not French-speaking? Yes. Okay. So after COVID, what was the impact that you guys faced in your school? Uh, after COVID, we all hear about those people resigning and changing, reassessing the life values. Is it only work, 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 or should I spend more time with the families? And the students are doing the same. Mm-hmm. So uh, they want a different type of schooling. They want more um, meanings in their studies. Right. But also we see a little bit more of antisocial behavior sometimes. And that happens everyday life and in schools as well. And mental health is becoming a real issue. Mm-hmm. So we have the um, our school division has been sending every two weeks a school liaison uh, worker, mm-hmm. basically a social worker, who uh, speaks with the students and they deal with what's happening at home, what's happening in their personal life after all that time, telling people to social to do social distance. Yeah. Well, sometimes yeah. they, they want to, so, to distance from themselves from everything. Yeah. And we also have a school police 
officer liaison who speaks French, right. who comes to the school and she makes herself visible and she talks to to the children and uh -huh. yeah, she explains a few uh, issues and how how the police deals with that. Right. And do you see like a positive impact with building relationship with the police? Yes, of course. Yeah. Okay, that's great. So like Brooks is a very diverse community. We have different type of French speaking people. What are the values of having a diverse community in terms of educational development? The first value is having so much to share with people. Right. Um, the main French community is from West Africa, mm -hmm. where, where I was born. So it's easy yeah. for me to connect with them. Um, uh, the other French people are from Quebec or uh, some European countries as well. Yeah. They bring a lot of value. Like It's always interesting to see people coming together and sharing things, even when they have nothing in common mm -hmm. on the surface. Yeah. So as a project coordinator of the Genre Youth Environment, what can you tell our audience today about the program? Well, the program is here to help uh, young people who want to find a career, find a way to get into life. Right. Um, the program is here to help you understand a little bit more how the Canadian system works in terms right. of financial literacy, in terms of finding support in English, uh, mm -hmm. finding support for mental health. Also, the John Way program adds on a, another layer, a mentorship program. So it helps the, the youth to have a role model in life. Um, we connect the youth with mentors in the city, and mentors in different uh, kind of activities. And after that, the youth and the mentors meet on a regular basis and they can learn their trades or general attitude in life. That's great. For the January Youth Program, do they have to be speaking English or they can just come and join? Well, you can, can come. If they don't speak English, we try to accommodate. But the program is in English. Mm -hmm. It's not a French program. So uh, we had a book club at some point and we had some English literacy uh, programs to help you know, people struggle in English. Right. But even if you don't speak English, you're welcome to come. Okay, that's great. And what advice can you give to today's youth regarding setting their career as you deal with a lot of youth? Uh, to make connections. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not the better grades that matter yeah. in the end. It's sometimes the people you meet and the connection you're able to make with them. Yeah, that's true. And what gives you motivation to move forward? In general, it's <laughs> working with the youth. Right. That's what I like better. Mm -hmm. That's good. And what was one of your hardest struggles and how did you overcome it? Oh, that's what a long time ago. <laughs> so uh, when I was 17, my dad left and it happened at the time when I decided to change countries. So at the mm -hmm. same time, I was feeling like I was leaving my mom alone. My eldest daughter has already gone, was has left the family as well. So it was not easy to get into a new country, new continent, right. and just by myself, really by myself that time. Yeah. Oh. But seeing you reach here, I'm sure you were pushing through enough, so that's great. What is one piece of advice you will tell your younger self that might be able to help the youth today? My younger self? Yeah. <laughs> Don't think you know everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Okay, so for the last and final question, what's your favorite song from your culture? Um, it's not exactly from my culture. It's an American okay. song, like most people like American songs. Yeah. But this one, I think no one knows. It's uh, Learning to Live from Dream Theater. Okay, mm -hmm. that's great. We'll play the song again, and thank you for joining us today. Okay. This has been the Global Village Podcast with Ahmed Kassim. For more information, go to globalvillagecenter.ca.
Learning to 